welcome to Appetite for Production. It's like uh, Gilmore Girls, but if all Gilmore Girls were doors. <laughs> and it was a podcast. I don't I don't know much about Gilmore Girls, apart from they eat a lot of food. And right? if it was all about us talking about the Gilmore Girls. Oh <laughs> Yeah, okay. And well, which, <laughs> which Gil, Gilmore Girl don't load VST plugins? Um, uh, <laughs> which Gilmore Girl are you? <laughs> I don't know. I've never listened to this podcast. Okay, okay. So... Welcome to Appetite for Production, the UK's top Gilmore Girls podcast. <laughs> um, I'm Tim Can. I'm a music tech uh, journalist and video guy and uh, producer sometimes. And I am James Russell, and I am very much the same. It's all about the content, Tim. Gotta, yeah, don't let's not talk about ourselves too much, for got, God's sake. You've got to get the bums on seats, and you've got to <laughs> you've got to engage with the audience, right? Yes. Will you marry us, audience? I want to get engaged to you. We've got plenty to talk about. Let's just... Do we, buddy? I've got... Mate, I've got so much stuff to say. Well, two things. Well, let's get straight into it. Let's do it. Did you have a lovely, lovely Christmas and New Year period? Yeah, my Christmas wasn't bad, actually, mate. I did a little bit of music. I saw some human beings. And one of those human beings was me, right? Uh, yes, yes. I came around your house. On Boxing uh, Day. On Boxing Day. And you fed me a lovely meal. And I saw your adorable child. Yeah, it was chicken, leeks, parsnips, broccoli, beans, stuffing, mashed potatoes. <laughs> we had all the vegetables, right? Yeah, gravy. Uh, gravy, yeah, that's a vegetable. <laughs> it was the best. Yeah, it was, it was a nice, relaxed time. So thanks for hosting me there. And I bought you another well, uh, disgusting um, seafood-related Christmas yeah. gift. <laughs> uh, to, make, to make up for the clamdy canes, Tim brought me a uh, jar of lobster soup. Yes. Uh, which I wasn't best pleased by. <laughs> which you rejected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't like lobster. I don't like soup. I don't like <laughs> things that snap, snap like a lobster. What are, what are those things? Claws? Yeah. What, <laughs> what's the word for, for snapping a claw? Clipping, clicking. I don't think that is the word. Uh, and what else did you do? Do you did you uh, get to New Year and make any resolutions? No, my 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 only ever resolution is to do more exercise. So I thought. I'm going to sack that one off this year. My resolution is to just keep being awesome, basically. <laughs> that, that's it. Just carry on as normal. I'm I'm perfect. Why would I change? What about you? Well, that's the thing. I, I'm not into making resolutions, mm. but I always seem to do it anyway. It's not, <laughs> okay. it's not that I make resolutions, but uh, the Christmas and New Year time off is very much a... Um, it's the time to think because you get time off, finally. Did you have a moment of clarity during this time off? A new year is starting. You have a lot of perspective. And so naturally I start making uh, making plans. So here's the thing. I'm not into goals. Mm, You're not a goal-orientated person, mate. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, the way I see it, let's say I wanted to walk. Let's say I had a goal. (laughs) I wanted to walk from Bristol here to Ashby de la Zouche. Oh, okay, how far is that? Uh, it's, uh, I'm not sure how far it is, but it's in northwest Leicestershire, as you know. <laughs> right, okay. But what, what if I'm walking to Ashby de la Zouche and I'm on the way and I decide to stop in Dorridge for, for a pint <laughs> at the Saracen's Head? Okay, you, you know? clearly thought about this a lot. I'm intrigued to see where it's going, yeah? If I had made a goal to go to Ashby de la Zouche, 
then I wouldn't get to uh, stop in Dorridge along the oh, way. Oh, wow. So you're a kind of stop and smell the roses type character, right? I guess in a way. But having a goal can take <laughs> you away from any opportunities that crop up. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so okay, I'm still completely uh, lost as to what your New Year's resolutions that you didn't want to make but still made are. Okay, um, well, it's not so much resolutions. It's changing the way I do things and changing the way I work. Uh, I usually take a bit of time to work on my working system. Oh, okay, um, your workflow. For example, last year, it was very crucial that I made enough money. So I organised the year into weeks, and I had a target of the amount of money to hit every week. Yeah, that sounds very stressful to me as yeah. a freelancer. That sounds like a freaking nightmare, bro. So basically, I was mostly successful in getting that, and made sure that I had the amount of money that I really needed in this crucial year. Mm. But it takes some toll, because, you know, if you're struggling to make a particular target in a week Mm. then you're going one week to reject something that otherwise Mm. would have paid back over the longer term you uh Mm -hmm. drop your little things and then pick them up another time (laughs) and oh yeah it was stressful so i'm gonna organize everything by uh novel concept here i'm gonna organize everything by months oh wow okay then so instead of doing stuff per week i have quite a few regular monthly things so they'll just fit in and i know this month Every month I have this, this, and this, and uh, I'll fit other things around it, and what crops up can crop up. It's very tricky to organise this stuff when you're freelance, isn't it, mate? Mm, Mm -hmm. Very. Um, But, yeah, I'll see how that goes, and uh, uh, see what I can do. I mean, already... The year has started, and I haven't done very much. So, uh, <laughs> well, I, I like that because that makes me feel better about yeah. myself. It's so, all about comparison. Yeah, feel free to coast, mate. That is absolutely fine. What man. else did we do at uh, over the new year? We we watched all of the Handmaid's Tale, and uh, then we watched uh, Chernobyl. Oh, uh, what, what a cheery double bill you had yeah. there, mate. Well, Wicked. Let me tell you, Tim. Uh, <laughs> after watching all of The Handmaid's Tale, watching Chernobyl was like watching fucking Seinfeld. Or oh, something. really? Wicked. Oh, oh, man. Those crazy Russians. Hey, look, look, at, look at Gorbachev's head. <laughs> Does he know that's on there? You know? As, as someone who just hates women's rights, I will never watch The Handmaid's Tale. Or maybe, maybe I should watch The Handmaid's Tale if I hate women's rights, I guess. As a, as a big old patriarch. I guess, which... I guess you would watch it as entertainment. As a bit of a lol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the lols. I mean, I feel very sorry for women generally. I mean, you really, if there are any because, women listening. Because there's so much I'm so inferior sorry. to you. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, oh, you wish you could be penis envy. It's, it's a real thing. Let me, did I tell you what I watched over Christmas, mate? No. I oh, went, yeah, you did. You watched Octopussy. <laughs> yeah, oh, I tried to speaking watch Speaking of women's I, rights. <laughs> speaking of women's rights. Octopussy, a film I thought would be about a woman with eight cats. Um, it was, it was, it's not even close. And also, the DVD I bought from a charity shop just stopped working halfway Aww. through as well. Which was blue balled me on Christmas Day, so I, I believe I ended up just playing some Metal Gear Solid, which was very Christmassy I, and also weirdly misogynistic as well, and yeah, women objectifying. I know you've been a fan of Roger Moore for a long time, and you prefer him to the other Bonds. Is that right? I do. I like Roger Moore, man. I think he's. I think he's cool. You, you think he? You think he gets a bad rep? I do. Yeah, I think he's. You know, um, it, they're they're a bit less serious. I mean, I'm not into. I haven't watched any of the Daniel Craig stuff. It looks. 
just not fun. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I'm it's, not into that. It's not particularly lighthearted. No, no. I would, I, you know, I like my crazy, you know, there's there's enough spy stuff going on in real life at the moment <laughs> that I don't, I don't want an ultra, you know, an ultra gritty spy thing. Let me tell you what I saw over Christmas, though, that really floated my boat, mate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Went to the cinema to see Cats. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Why? Because I had a friend who was really keen to sit in the cinema and everything. And at first I was like, this is a terrible idea. It's going to be awful. <laughs> and it was awful and amazing. So if, you, um, if you're if you listening to this and there's you've still got a cinema near you showing cats, just stuff your face with whatever booze or drugs you're into and go and see it because, my God, it is a pretty mind-blowing. And it swerves from being just like stunningly awful to just being really <laughs> boring and back again and just every moment that's supposed to be cool or funny falls flat and there's loads of weird stuff if you want to see rebel wilson writhing around with her legs open on her back in a cat suit this is the film for you and um, <laughs> afterwards my friend said he developed six new fetishes from watching it so uh, so yeah i, I can I, think I, what one of them was but <laughs> i have no idea about the other five um yeah seriously is it something to do with self-cleaning it's oh god yeah absolutely and many many more disgusting things <laughs> besides there's one word to describe it james jellical do you know what that means nah no if you go and see cats, you'll notice they use that word about 30 times in the first minute of the film. It's absolutely amazing. So, yeah, that is my top tip for 2020, guys. Okay. Have you got an item for me, James? I've got quite the item for you. Ooh, lovely. This is one that's going to make you... Uh... Oh, God. It's probably going to make you lose your faith in humanity as well as the music industry. Already well gone at this point, mate. Don't worry about it. So this is a product by Roland called the Go Piano, which is not a new thing. Go Piano is like a normie piano thing, which is... Uh, connects... It's like a digital piano, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it connects to the internet. It's got speakers built in, and it helps you learn uh, to play the piano through this app. And I want to learn to play the piano. Feedback and stuff like that. Anyway, that's not the point. No. They've added something to it. And this was originally sort of announced and debuted, um, shown at uh, NAMM last year. Mm -hmm. And it's been uh, a year for it to actually come out. Okay. Oh, God, Tim. Can I click this link? You you don't want to know what they've added to it. Oh, I can't wait to see this. Can I I click it? Click it. Okay, let's do it. They've added Alexa to it. What? (gasps) Um, Alexa, how's my fingering? (laughs) Oh, this guy's great at playing piano. Alexa, ask Go Piano to change the sound to Vintage EP. The tone is changed to Vintage EP. <laughs> so quick. Roland Go yeah, piano I mean, you don't want to just press a button. Compact, smart piano for music lovers and music learners. With All these chicks are super hot and much too young for me. Enjoy Roland's premium <laughs> piano sounds and playing experience in any room of your home. In <laughs> any room, too. You can take it into any room. What, what about in the bar? Can I do it in the bar? Your favorite song. Alexa, play my Friday Night Mix. I'm on a roll. What? And you can play along with it. <laughs> oh, yeah! Whether you're advanced or just starting, activating common practice tools is easy. Leave your metronome Alexa, behind. Fuck the metronome off. Start the metronome. Oh, 
enhance your learning experience using the Roland Piano Partner 2 app by connecting your mobile device via Bluetooth. Whether you're composing a new song or tracking your progress, easily record, <laughs> store, and play back your performances with free cloud storage. Alexa, ask Go Piano to start recording. Yeah. Roland Go It's Piano. pretty out of tune, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, might want a little bit less detune or chorus on that one. Whoa, lot to unpack there, Oh, James. dear. Oh, Tim. It's, oh, mate. Oh. I don't know if I want uh, Alexa getting all up in my grill with my music making, mate. That seems like a really bad idea, buddy. <laughs> Fucking snare. It sounds like garbage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why are you making this shit? Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Alexa. Uh, uh, yeah, there is a lot to unpack. Okay. Let's... Roland in bed with Amazon? I know. Let's talk about uh, virtual assistants. Okay. You've not got an Alexa. N no. Why I would you? No, because I don't want people spying on my most private moments. I've already got a bunch of recording devices in my house, i.e. my phone and my computers, that are blatantly spying me. Oh, and let me... Before we go into this, James, yeah. can I tell you it's something? I've got you enraged. Oh, I'm rage mode engaged. I was on YouTube the other day. It came up with a load of adverts for Adam uh, monitors or whatever. Mm -hmm. I was like, why are you showing me this advert, YouTube? And it was like... Oh, yeah, this advert is, you know, just for people in the UK at this time of day or whatever. Bull, you know, it's nothing. We haven't got any dates from anywhere else. Bullshit, because the day before I did a fucking Google search for a fucking Adam speaker for a fucking feature I was writing. The, the spying is happening, James. They won't admit it. They're literally lying to our faces about it. We are being spied on nonstop. I mean, I wouldn't call that spying. I know that they okay. they are keeping the data of everything that you're doing, but you Google search. No, it. that was a Google search, yeah. and it's coming and, up in YouTube. And you're on YouTube, which is owned by Google. Yeah. Okay, yes. Okay. That's fair enough. But literally, it said, it says you've turned off ad personalization from Google, so this is not oh. customized based on your data. Oh. This ad was shown based on other factors. For example, the time of day, your general location. What well, this exact address. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in my, yeah, we know that someone in your house has been searching. <laughs> yeah, fuck Google and fuck YouTube, basically. Okay. I mean, they're all at it, and I think Alexa is. Uh, I think it's evil, and yes. I can't see why. Listen, if you have an Alexa, anyone listening who has one, throw it out the window. No, no, don't throw it out the window. Uh, Recycle throw it, in, it. Throw it in the bath. Actually, that's a bad <laughs> idea. Uh, put it in the microwave. No. Uh, dispose of it violently, but safely. Smash it with a hammer. Uh, yeah, I mean, wear some goggles and smash it with a hammer. <laughs> and ear protectors, of course. Yeah, and uh, say some say a witty one-liner before <laughs> yeah. you do it. Like, okay, Alexa. okay. What would Arnie say if he destroyed his Alexa? He'd say, Alexa, assist this. Uh, oh, nice. I like that. That's good. That's good. I think Roll and Go Piano with Alexa built in is already in our bad books, isn't it, James? Yes. Yeah. Why? Why is this a thing? What's in it for Roland? I think... Oh, Data? Uh, no. I don't think there's anything in it for Roland. I think there's everything in it for Amazon. But there must be some reason I think, Roland are doing I this. I think shit. they are trying as hard as they can to normalise this stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And to put it everywhere they can. Look at how cheap these things are. You can buy one for like £40. Is, that, how, is that how much it costs? Yeah. I, what the Not, that's not the, go, the Go Piano. Oh, okay, okay, like okay. An, an, an Echo, Alexa, yeah, Echo yeah, yeah. Dot or whatever. And I saw adverts on the side of buses over Christmas. People were trying to get 
people to buy them for their family. Yeah, so, yeah. It's like, if you don't want to buy this and you don't want to have your privacy violated and have this yeah, weird yeah. thing, just so you can ask it what the capital of Peru is. What is the capital of Peru? Lima. Then oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> your family are going to get one for you and force you to use it out of embarrassment and guilt if you don't. Yes, this like I know this word is banded around a lot, James. Uh huh. But I feel this really is Orwellian. Yeah. Well, it pretty much is by definition. We've mm. got there's something in the house that is spying on you, literally listening to you. Mm. Yeah, man. Roland have made a lot of decisions recently. I am unhappy with, and this is the icing on the frickin' cake, my friends. Okay, everybody, we are now on PayPal as well as Patreon. So oh. if you've been uh, thinking about joining us on Patreon but uh, didn't want to go to the trouble of uh, signing up and logging in mm. and giving someone else your bank details, mm -hmm. then uh, how about you just sling us some money with a PayPal account you already own? It's far simpler, right, Tim? It's so simple. You can do it on your phone. Uh, you can, and it's, you know, you, you can do really it. think about it. Do it without thinking, basically. You can Just do send it. send us a load of money. You can do it on the toilet. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can do it on the bus. Yeah, yeah. You could do it while you're making love. Any time is a good time. Um, so if if these people give us some money via PayPal, do they get the Patreon goodies? Or uh, I'm working out a way uh, once we have people on there to get the same extra content. Anyway, you just need to go to www. How dot, many W's on, is that? Write this down, Tim. Okay. H T H T T. I've already got the T. Oh no, it's two T's. Okay. So H T, -T, -T. two T's. <laughs> TTP. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, how did you predict the next letter? Anyway, <laughs> go to a4ppodcast.com and there's a little PayPal subscribe thingy there. And you can choose between one clam a month, two oh. clam a month, oh. five clam a month, Ooh. or secret £10 a month. Hey, clam option. If you want to give us 10 clams a month, feel free, guys. We would absolutely love it. And we'll be forever in your debt. Not in any legally binding sense, though, I should point out. Also got to give a massive shout out to all our new patrons who have uh, uh, dropped in over the Christmas and New Year period. There is There are a lot of them. Read them, James. Thank you to Ambedo. FM Ate My Cat, Lyle Mills, which I believe is a sugar factory outside Northampton. Delicious. KM, which I think is a Dutch airline. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've flown on them, yeah. Uh, Pete Keen, who I, I think you uh, once did a collab with uh, Pete Keen. It was called Keen and Kant. <laughs> I don't get that joke, but I like it. And Philip Sidlow. Hey, Phil. Cheers, guy. Thank you to everybody for doing that. Um, you know, we appreciate the times are tight for pretty much everybody right now. So thank you so much. It means the world to us, doesn't it, James? Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. You wanted to talk about Korg. Yeah, i got a lot to say about Korg, baby. Well, Things have been happening with Korg, haven't Korg they, Korg have got a lot to say about you. <laughs> Actually, no, they haven't. They've got a lot to say in general because they've been releasing a shitload of products. Let's talk about those products. Mm, yeah, I haven't, I haven't exactly been uh, Mr. Korg <laughs> while this has been happening. <laughs> what, is, I, what does that mean? I don't know what they are, although I do know about some of the... Uh, 
ones that were secret because I was working on some magazines that uh, had reviews of them mm. uh, several weeks before they came out and uh, knew about them. Mm. But I kept you, my mouth shut. Would you let? Do you want to open your damn full mouth about them now? I. T- I don't know if you they're still remember. officially, although they're kind of public domain. Would you want to? Why don't you say them and then I'll tell you. Oh if yeah, I, I think it is now uh, the ARP twenty six hundred. Yes, that's online. People know about that now. Okay, Korg well, making an ARP twenty six hundred, and is this? They've already done one, haven't they? No, they did an Odyssey. <clears throat> they before. did the ARP Odyssey, and uh, Jean Michel Jean. Eventually, I accidentally gave it away about the 2600. Or was it an accident, mate? It's probably intentional. Although, looking at the promotional things they've done around it, it seems like they wanted to do the reveal themselves. And it may not have been. Anywho, I knew about that one. I knew about the uh, Wave State, which came out a few days ago. Yes, so this is a keyboard with knobs that is uh, like a Wave Station, but redone. Yes. 2020. It's like a wave station without the shim. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I guess with the wave station, it was a lot of buttons and stuff, and they seem to have knobbed it up a bit. Yeah. it's <laughs> pretty much it, right? Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know much about it because I don't uh, look at hardware. Okay, fair enough. Well, the wave station is cool. It's got some nice pads and stuff on there, but it's not that great to program. And I'm speaking from the perspective of someone who's used the plug-in version. Mm. I can only imagine that the the original hardware was even more of a ball ache. But I imagine they've made a lot of usability improvements in the wave state. Yeah, so what else is there, Jay? Well, we were talking in a recent episode uh, mm-hmm. in Timmy's Workstation Corner about yeah. the Cork Triton, and I noticed, I mentioned that you have your own Cork Triton rack. I do, I've got a Cork Triton rack right there. And now I can sell that Cork Triton rack, James, because, because... they flipping did it. They've bought out a plug-in version. Do you want to hear my thoughts on this workstation plugin, James? Uh, I mean, tell me what it is first. Uh, the plugin version. Is it just a one-for-one copy? Yeah, so it's it's the regular, uh, like, OG Triton, because there were many different versions. So it's kind of like the regular OG Triton, but it's got, like, a bunch of expansions in it. So mm-hmm. you've got something like 4,000 patches, mm. uh, some of which may or may not have been repeated. I'm looking into it at the moment. <laughs> well, yeah, you don't want to get gypped off by Korg. No, no. Well, here's here's the thing, bruv. Obviously, I am very keen to get my hands on this little bad boy, but it's flipping two nine nine dollar clams, mate, mm. which is cheaper than a, a OG Triton, I imagine. No, no, that's um, that's basically pretty. Much, I think I paid like two hundred and fifty quid for my. Okay, bag. so a plug-in that is more expensive than <laughs> the thing it emulates. Yeah, and the thing is, they did they they've got a discount on, which I believe is still going on. They may well have stopped being on by the time this podcast comes out. Um, a discount and stuff, so you could get it for one nine nine clams. I wanted to upgrade from my because I have the Korg. Uh, I've got the Korg, all the Korg Legacy stuff, including the Odyssey. Mm. I wanted to upgrade, but it seems like the upgrade was. $200, which is the same as the sale price of just the plug on its own. So I was a bit annoyed about that. Mm. So I tweeted at Korg oh. to ask what the deal was and, you know, said, said it seemed a bit weird. If you were using Twitter, did you also, like, 
call him some racist slurs. Oh as yeah, well, I called him every every racial epithet under the sun. Mate. Did a I, bunch you know, of, I know what Twitter, Twitter, Twitter rules are. Did a bunch of people jump in? and Eventually, everyone was a Nazi. Uh, yes, that's what happened. I Brilliant. I reinvented um, Nazism online. No, that isn't what happened. I was actually very polite, but they didn't reply to me at all. Oh, Bella. So that's re- so. And yeah, and also I tried to, before I did that. I didn't just go straight to Twitter, mate. I tried to go through the legit channels. None of the contact stuff on the website would work. Oh. I ended up getting sent to a kind of error page that was all in Japanese. Oh. So I was I was pretty disappointed with the customer service on that one. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a bit of a rum deal. It seems like, you know, they're not offering a great upgrade path. It seems fairly expensive. But I have downloaded and tried out the demo version of it. Mm. I am going to try and blag a free one. I'll be honest with you, mate. I downloaded the demo version. Plugin seems wicked. There, seem, there seems a few finicky things with it, but my goodness, that you know they've they've made some cool enhancements over like the old M1 plugin and stuff like that. The actual synth engine itself is not that much more advanced than the uh, Core Game One. Don't know if you know a lot about eighties and nineties workstation keyboards, James, <laughs> but the uh, the Core Trinity actually had some uh, more innovation, which came out in like sort of ninety five, I think. That had some advances over the over like the sort of the M1 and its and the and its what did uh, they, did successors. They add, did they add dithering or something? Um, no, it was it had some... like a dual filter and the the filter had a notch and there was various other features and it had like a weird touchscreen and stuff like that and everything. Stripes on the red on the front panel. Yeah, of course. Oh, you gotta have a stripe in the nineties, bruv. But they dialed some of that stuff back for the Triton, so it's really really simple. But on the plus side, that means it's really easy to use. You know, you can program sounds pretty easy. There's tons of wicked sounds in there. Yeah, I'm very keen to blag one. And if I don't blag one, I am going to swallow my pride and fork out for that upgrade. Because I've got to have those pads, baby. The pads are stunning. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, you and I... We love nice pads. We love pads. You got to try out this demo, buddy. Okay, it's, it's absolutely wicked. And oh, you can favor. You can't rate patches like you can do in Omnisphere. Mm-hmm. Incidentally, the try the Triton is like three fifths of the price of a Omnisphere. So it's kind of like if you're looking for something to be your workstationy beast. I mean, the Omnisphere Omnisphere doesn't really do bread and butter sounds like the Triton does. Mm. But if you but if you're like you know if you want you know soundtracky pads and stuff like that, maybe you want to. Fork out the Omnisphere instead. Anyway, I digress. So you can uh, you can favourite sounds in Triton, and I've got some luscious pads favourited, mate. So maybe, I'll, <laughs> maybe I'll show you some of those yeah, later. Yeah, maybe you could take me through the pads. Yeah, yeah, maybe I will. I'll show you my pad. So yeah, um, so I'm really looking forward to getting a full-on license for the Triton by fair means or foul. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to using it in tunes. Awesome. That's great. Any more stuff from Korg that is remarkable to your eyes and your face? Those those are like the three main things, basically. Um, they've, they've done a bunch of little player pianos and maybe a stage piano. Roland have also done loads of stuff. And it's all because NAM is about to happen and they like to do their releases, uh, their, their announcements way before it these days. Pre-NAM. Yeah, I mean, get your, get your eyes on those things. You don't want to get swallowed up. By all the other news, I guess. So that's mm. fair enough. I'm still pretty grumpy that I can't get the Roland X 
50 80 or whatever though that's pretty annoying to me man but whatever yeah well they put it on subscription paywall mm-hmm. you're not gonna do it yeah man so yeah elite you know even if the trident is very expensive thank you korg for making it something i can buy outright and use it for the rest of my goddamn life Okay, Tim, the next thing I have for you mm. is a new plugin by Audio Damage. They've done another one. It is called Continua. Mm-hmm. Although, uh, in true middle class fashion, I'm going to call it Continua. <laughs> oh, lovely. Wicked. Oh, it sounds, <laughs> sounds delicious and healthy. It, it is. Uh, it's basically a classic analog synth with. Uh, oh, a, no one's ever done one of those before. Thank a, goodness. A few digital twists. So, three, oh. three oscillators. Each one has a warp, shape, and skew uh, controls. So, you can do weird things to them. They start out as uh, the usual sort of shapes, but you can do things that make them, you know interesting in a way that analog synths don't usually do Mm. and it's all nicely visualized Uh, it's got uh, modulators polyphonic modulators uh, I must oh, say. words. Two envelopes, two so-called flexi envelopes, which are basically sort of draw-your-own-envelopes, and four LFOs. Do you know what an LFO is, Tim? Yes, it's a lounge frequency oscillator. Yeah, exactly. So if you want your music to sound a lot more chilled out, <laughs> mm. ambient, you just crank up one, two, three, or four of those uh, lounge frequency oscillators. Oh, sick. Um, I've got to say, I've got to take issue with having to draw my own shoe. <laughs> modulate shapes i don't want to draw my own modulator shapes <laughs> i want someone else to do it for me no God one damn said it. you have to oh draw okay them. it's not mandatory okay, okay let's let's watch the little video okay okay continua mm, delicious hear it morphing very morphable should it sound more like stranger things Virtual analog, morph everything, three oscillators. <laughs> We've had this bit, yeah. Two filters, four envelopes, four LFOs, mm. fully polyphonic. Nice. So even the, the modulators themselves, those LFOs and envelopes, are polyphonic. I like per it note. when you can, yeah, have different filter modulation LFO on each note. Especially with pads, man. Yes, mate. Pads are the only good sounds, mate. I think we can both agree on that. It's got a second tab with uh, macros, 2XY pads, uh, chorus delay and reverb. Mm. Have you seen the film... Uh... Ex Machina. Yeah. Reminds me of the Ex Machina sound. Oh, does it? Yeah. Yeah, So, yeah. Everything from bread and butter to uh, a bit more interesting, crazy stuff. I like like the uh, visualization, and I believe that it's very easy to make your modulation sources and destinations. There's a lot of right-clicking that you can do. And uh, something for quickness and MPE. What do you think about MPE, Tim? Um, MPE is not something I'm that bothered about because it's really a Cubase thing, isn't it, really? Well, no. Is it not? It's it's a MIDI thing. Oh, God. Ah, it's a MIDI yeah, thing. But there aren't any doors that really indulge it apart from Cubase, are there? Uh, Bitwig. Does it? Yeah, it's got polyphonic stuff. I didn't know and, that. And when it becomes part of proper MIDI 2 and everything changes. Oh, God, yeah. Everything yeah, changes, yeah. but you. It's going to be... <laughs> I, mean, I, I do not develop as a human being. 
That is cool. Did you see, by the way, that there was some keyboard that came out and everyone was like, oh, this is a big hint about what MIDI 2 is going to have and everything. I saw, that, I saw that Roland released uh, yeah. their first uh, MIDI 2 equipped keyboard. Yeah, I didn't really pay attention to it. Um, my, it's not like I do a podcast about this stuff or anything, so, you know, my, why would I need to know? Don't worry, I got MIDI 2 covered. My MIDI 2 article for Music Radar is coming out soon-ish. Ooh. Could be out now. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> anyway, I mean, it's not necessarily a gimmick or anything, but Roland were instrumental in helping MIDI to come about. So mm. I think I think they wanted to jump on the bandwagon they created, and I think that's fair enough by grabbing some headlines saying this is our first or the first MIDI two thingy. Anyway, yeah, Continua by Audio Damage. Mm. It looks good. I mean, like it's it's not the most groundbreaking synth since. The last one, mm. it, but it looks really, really solid. Looks nice, and it sounds got, nice. It's got enough non-standard, bog-standard analog features to make it interesting and to make it worth it. And that worth is ninety-nine US clams. And it's there's a launch sale now for seventy-nine US clams, twenty percent clam discounts. James, basically, I think it's fair to say we're all about the clam discount. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is going to be something you want to play with? Possibly in the future. I'm not a big synthy guy, but not a big synthy guy. Maybe I should give it a go. I mean, I know I always say I'll try everything out, but you know, maybe maybe I should. Oh, you've you've been threatening to since we started this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> never, never actually looked at a single bit of music software since we started. That's cool, man. The more the more the merrier, though. I say, right? Yeah. Okay, great. Nice, nice one. Audio damage. Uh, one more new plugin. Or okay. is it a plugin? Because it is a plugin that hosts other plugins. Wow. Uh, this is sort of, I mean, it can host any plugins, but the real idea is to host synths. Yes. Uh, that's its sort of primary sort of use case. It is called Unify. It is by a plugin guru, otherwise known as Lem Cool, who has done, I think he was part of the team on the original Wave Station. Oh, really? Unless I got that completely wrong. You might say he's too cool for school, is that right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's he's a patch man, sound man, uh, <laughs> sound patch designer, man. patch designer. And the idea behind this really is to, at its heart, I think it's, it's about layering different synths. Yeah. Uh, so you can load in VST synths, audio unit synths, AAX synths. No, not AAX, don't. Don't no, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't, don't use them. And uh, combine them together, layer them, probably split them, add effects and stuff like that. Let's have a bit of a watch. Okay. I started with the twelve string guitar. Yeah, you did. There's a twelve string guitar. Ooh, that's from Mega Magic that's Guitars Volume One. One of the sounds Six that's built into it because he's oh. a sound designer and Patch Man. And then I you get a load of his patches. That's cool. It's actually the free one. It sounds nice. Layered with a guitar plugin. From their website for free. That guitar is ample. On top of that, we have the D50 playing along. Oh my god, he's gone to the cloud, James. Combine all three of those and you get. Diadia Docks. Yeah! (laughs) Oh, I'm into this music. So, combine three synths on one channel. Amazing sound. Should I pause, um, John? Here, pause it and take a take take a bit of a 
gasp. Yeah, I need to. I need to. Um, I need to like come to terms with what I've just seen. I want to hear this guy's album, man. Like you know, <laughs> I've got I've got plenty of uh, ways to layer up synths and everything, but I want to listen to an album that sounds like Dire Dire Dogs. And he's using MDA ambience as well. Yeah, uh, there are a few actual plugins that are sort of integrated with it. I think you've got OBXD, you've got Dext, and a few other no. sort of really nice ones that people love like freebie uh, ones that yeah just, okay. that come with it so that you can load them in it's a cool idea it's not the first time we've seen this idea but i think he's expanded on it quite a lot uh with the ability you've got uh some buses in there so you can do some sort of send effects on some of the layers and many more things which we'll see as we go uh, through the video a bit oh god we got to watch more of the video hell yeah we're not going to watch 13 more minutes of the video no, right? so no. i can take it okay let's have a little bit more Clock away, John. Three plug-in synths all loaded together. Right? So that kind of power is just insane. To do that, you would need to own the It is insane, John. You need to own the ample guitar and have them installed. Okay? Just so we're we're clear. Um, I can hold down option and delete these. And this is the preset that was... You can find this preset... It's gorgeous. Right here, guitar, 12-string Alvarez. Um, Right? So, that's how you can grow things so easily. My ear itches like you wouldn't believe. (laughs) He's having a bit of an ear poke there. Hell yeah. Under BPM, (laughs) you don't want to have any obstructions while you're designing stuff. Uh, He loves to push things to the limit. He's... Ooh. It's a multi-patch. Yeah. We got real-time controls. Got some macros on there, which are very, very useful mm-hmm. when you got a load of things loaded. Yeah, sure. Get all those filter cutoffs. Uh, jive into the same control. Well, I mean. I can imagine this is something that might be useful if you're using a computer to play keys live. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, true, true, true. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty impressive. We have seen things like this before, though, James, yeah. haven't we? Yeah, okay. Shall I tell you about a few of the... Can I pause uh, now? Yeah, sure. I, a while away back, I did a little roundup for future music of plugin hosting plugins. Oh, wow. Meta. Uh, yeah. So what do we have? We got Plogue Bijal. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's been around for ages. DDMF Meta plugin. Also been around for ages. Mm-hmm. Uh, new Sonic Arts Freestyle, which is quite a recent one. You, you get more of a visual. sort of. You can see the plugins. You uh, can see the plugins. You can see the sort of thumbnail of each plugin and oh, connect wow. them together in, a, in different orders. Blue Cat Audio Patchwork. Of course, Blue Cat Audio. <laughs> they've, they've been an OG in this space for a while. Damn right. But a couple of those are recent-ish. And a couple of them are pretty old now, like Plug and Meta Plugin are a little long in the tooth. Still good, but uh, it's nice to see things being made in mm, this area. Mm. Um, thing is, as a Studio One user, yes. I can do this relatively easy. You yes. can combine multiple plugins. I mean, I'm sure this goes further with all the A, you've got inbuilt sounds. B, you've got uh, buses you can send things through and sort of save whole setups. But yeah, the Studio One thing is quite good because 
you can just combine two or split keyboard between two plugins and put a bunch of effects on there later as well. But Studio One doesn't really go far enough with some of that stuff. Like you have macros in it, but you can't automate the macros, which has been a bone of contention with me and Studio One for ages. Although Why they... can't you automate the macros? That seems like the height of insanity. Yeah, but bah, bah. I'm sure you can automate these because this is a plugin. Yes. Um, this does seem very nice, but it does seem kind of niche. It is a bit niche, but many plugins are. Like you say, I think one of the greatest um, applications of it would be for live use. Because, mm. uh, you know, in your door, you can do whatever you want. You know, you can just load three plugins in, duplicate the MIDI, or depending on what door you're using, yeah. just route the same MIDI track to three channels. I think this is sort of for someone who wants to do this a lot. They want to combine things a lot of the time mm, mm. and do it all the time. Uh, I mean, quite, it seems I'm, like a logical idea. Yeah, it's a logical idea. And I think it's being carried out well. Okay, do you have a clam value for me on this one? I do, I do. It is not a shocking clam value. It is 59 clams. US clams? US clams, 59. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Um, Especially since it comes with what sound like some really lovely noises. Mm. Well, the 2.5 gig sample library or patch library alone Mm. is um, pretty good, I think. I got a little bit more information on plugin guru John Lemkul. Oh, yeah. Tell me about the guy. Tell me about Um, the man. Hardware and software-based synthesizers I have worked on. Korg M1. Oh, okay. Hats off already. Korg M3R. Uh, I'm sure that's great as well. Korg O1W. Oh, my God. I'd really love a Korg O1W. If anyone's got one to sell, hit me up, guys. I want it. Trinity, Triton, Wave Station. Oh, my God. S3, Roland, (gasps) J... V what? 1080. Oh, my God. Well, no wonder it sounds so good. Uh, actually, there was a hip-hop PCM expansion card, but still. Do you know I might have that, you know? Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You might have that actual expansion I've got, I've card. Got a, I've got eight expansions in the in the big boy, I believe. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, yeah. More Korg stuff, some Yamaha uh, Roland XV5080. Oh my god, this guy's had his fingers in all of the best things ever. All your favourite workstations have been fingered by him. Oh man, wow. (laughs) Uh, He did the factory drum kits for the uh, 5080. Uh, Korg Wave Drum, M50. Oh, sick. You heard of uh, any ever heard of something called Spectrosonics Omnisphere? Uh, yes, I have. Oh Beta my testing God. and limited voicing. Camel Audio Alchemy. That's one no one's ever heard of. Right? Oh, <laughs> wow, wow. And well, yeah. Absinthe. Oh my goodness! No, he just drinks a lot of absinthe. <laughs> so has he has he worked on native instruments absinthe or not? I have to know. <laughs> yes, he has. Okay, that's pretty impressive. This guy has got to be rivaling Eric Persing for uh, audio god, I guess. Really? Yeah, I mean, that's we know Eric's uh, Eric's list of. Uh, patch uh, patch mm, credits mm, but uh this is pretty good especially for you for things you personally love yeah well you know, i feel like i should just do this out of a sense of loyalty check this out basically is there a demo version uh good question i'm full of good questions mate i've clicked a link it's not coming up with anything oh here <laughs> we go that is a really good price i mean i don't really want to use a plugin to layer stuff up but if i i want to mainline this dude's patches straight to my veins is <laughs> yeah. that is that possible i don't know maybe he'll release an iv version or an iv 5080 version oh we, as long as it's not aax we don't have aax support yet oh my god this hey. guy is smashing it good man <laughs> no aax wicked 
Okay, it's been lovely having you all here, but we're going to have to ask you to leave. Yes, get out of my house. Now, before we go, James... Oh, God. There's, there's something I want to ask you about uh-huh. that I'm sure you thought I'd forgotten about. Go on. Before we started recording this episode... Have we I left the a... oven on? Hmm? Have I left the oven on? <laughs> no, 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 you haven't. Don't worry about it. Um, uh, you might have, actually. I don't <laughs> know. You should probably go and check. Um, before we started recording, we were having a little discussion about one Mr. Christian Bale, weren't we, James? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you you told me... Well, we were discussing his famous meltdown <laughs> on the set of Terminator <laughs> Salvation. And you were like... Your, I can't remember your exact words, but it, they were long lines of... It's fair enough. He should definitely bully people. Do you want to, do you want to go into that a little bit more? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, not not my exact words. So why? So why? Why? Why do you think that it's a good thing that he shouted at a poor poor member of staff <laughs> on the set of Terminator Salvation? I reserve his right to shout at whoever he wants. As <laughs> as the man who is Christian Bale, mm-hmm. Christian Bale. Yeah. He should be allowed to do whatever he wants. I mean, he did do the best acting ever in American Psycho. I think mm-hmm. we can both agree on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, basically, if he got pissed off at a guy, the guy was probably in the wrong. I mean, he was... Okay. It's likely. Maybe he was, maybe he was in the wrong. It seems like he was... He seems it was a disproportionate response. I mean, neither of us know. We were neither. It seems like he was being hectored to an extreme degree. Do you at least concede that, James? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad that we've uh, we've sorted that out. Let's carry on with the outro. Um, okay. Did you have anything to mention? Did you want to mention the Patreon and the PayPal again? I feel like we can mention that twice yep, you, in one it, episode. It is possible for you to subscribe to us on Patreon and now on PayPal. Mm, and we will shout at you if you don't in ah. a very aggressive manner. Ah. We will catch you next time on the next Love Encrusted episode of Appetite for Production. And for God's sake... If you're in Australia or the Middle East or basically anywhere on the planet, take care of yourselves, guys. Please, for the love of God. Next time on Appetite for Production, five-hour jazz odyssey. Oh, I can't wait. Hey, hey.